my name is Shelby Treichler. My business is Cactus to Pine Goods. Um, I started it three years ago, um, sort of as a side job, and then it grew in success and um, and how much money I was earning. And so it's transitioned into my full time. Um, the upcycling component of my job is I take retired rock climbing rope and I repurpose it into new things. So one of the things I make are like these can koozies, um, taking old rope from gyms or guide companies or even individual climbers who are retiring their, their goods and keeping them out of the landfill. Um, and it's become like not only a passion of mine because it's so fun um but like an art form to be able to say okay so like what else here's some trays that I make um looking at rope as a medium and like trying to figure out like how I can like craft with it here's the bowl that I made um it's been really fun it's been really exploratory there's a lot of cool people doing stuff with with rope right now um as far as like using it as an art form and so it's been like an exciting thing to kind of like get in on <laughs> as people are doing it. Um, I call rope a um, infinite resource because there's always a rock climber retiring a rope somewhere and gyms and insurance companies are legally obligated to retire their rope for safety purposes. So you'll find them churning through ropes pretty quickly, especially in bigger cities where um, the popularity of the sport's been growing so much. So I think we'll see an increase in, in rope being, ropes being retired in the future. So more people getting into retire, like you, you finding ways to use it is like an even better thing. For sure. Um, so two questions. Um, yeah. How do you connect with people to get their retired rope? And then um, how long typically does, uh, is rope able to be in use before it's retired? Yeah, so for how long it's able to use, it, it depends mostly on how much it's being used. So it is a life-saving device. Like we trust our lives with these ropes. So depending on where you're climbing, what kind of rock you're climbing on, if it's being used on big slopey ones where it just gets like gently fall versus if it's going over like big overhangs where it's constantly in contact with the with the rock it might like like sustain more wear in gyms they have like a time limit i believe where it's like it's it's a pretty quick turnover in gyms because again there's insurance ability concerns um but it just depends also on like the style of rope. So ropes made up of two kind of key components. The outside part, let's see if I can find some. Um, the outside part is called the sheath. So it is the super durable outside sleeve that when it's taken out can fold flat. So I can take it out uh, and, you know, sew it together when I, when I want to do stuff like that. The inside of the rope are these little strands and it's called the rope core. And so this is the actual like strength of the rope. So when your sheath gets damaged, a lot of times you're concerned about the integrity of the core still because that's what provides the actual stability of the rope. So um, with how I've got in contact with people, when I first started, um, it was mostly just like climbers that I heard were retiring their ropes. I was part of a Facebook group for climbers and I just reached out. I was like, hey, this is something I'd like to start trying. There's a lot of tutorials online about how to make like rugs and stuff like that like that's everybody's introduction to it and um 
I reached out, was just like, hey, if anybody has old ropes laying around. And some people get really sentimentally attached to their ropes. You know, they're they're emotionally attached to them. They have stories about them, which is part of the coolest part. So the first guy who donated ropes to me um, had about eight of them and every single rope had a story. He's like, oh, I climbed this on this and I did this on this. So part of the cool part of the upcycling process is being able to give a piece of their material back to them. So I made him some koozies. I made him some art pieces. So he got to keep a piece of the story that he remembered from the ropes. So it started off with the individual stuff. Then I started emailing gyms. I have um, a liability form that I've written up that basically says that I won't climb on them anymore because that's a big concern with anybody giving you a rope. It's like, if you're gonna keep climbing on it because they think it should be retired. So I have a legal document that says that I will not climb on them anymore. They're only gonna be used for crafting purposes. <laughs> and then um, I, I've been emailing gyms and as I tra travel around, it's nice because I can travel through an area and hit up all the guide companies and be like, hey, I'm going to be in town for a little bit. If you have any rope, like I'll take it. So it's kind of a bit of both. Now I've gotten a little more popular. So people come to me when they want to retire ropes, which is cool. And so for people at home watching this who mm -hmm. might not be climbers, but they might be, um, yeah. who just like have have material lying around their house like do you have any advice for how that they should how they can maybe adjust their mindset to look at this material differently yeah so a big thing for me is like one when you have access to materials like that should be the first stepping point because for me it was like I saw piles of rope laying around you know it doesn't make a lot of sense to try to start experimenting with materials that are limited because that creates like a scarcity, which if you rely on that, like that's, it's, it's hard to like, in, and not even from a business perspective, but if you're just experimenting with like as an art form, if you're limited in your access to materials, it makes it difficult. But I think for me is there's like the interesting side of it for art, but I like practical things. So repurposing things into practical things like koozies or bowls or trays, just start experimenting with it. Um, I like to think of it like what kind of medium is it trying to act as so I think of my rope as almost like pottery a lot so anything that people can make like with pottery like I've tried to make I did a vase because I was like well what else can people with pottery make so I've tried a vase and um I haven't been able to duplicate this again this has been a one and done but I was so excited because I was like it made me think of it all my other stuff is coiled so it's one solid piece this uses individual pieces of rope so I can use smaller pieces which just like has like I've got small scraps like laying around everywhere so if I can make stuff with smaller pieces then it's like I keep recycling I keep reusing so just start experimenting with things like think of it as like a thing like if you have fabric like what could it be could it how can it like act as you know pottery or how could it act as stained glass or how could it like whatever art form you want to get into just find what resources you have and be like okay well how can we pretend like if you could cut up pieces of felt to make it look like stained glass to make art pieces or something like that. Yeah, that's cool.